This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. What is your name? Andrew Roberts. What would you say is your primary role in the line dance community? I am a very avid dancer. Just like to hang out around the scene a lot. What are some of the dances that are exciting for you these days? Um, we're learning a lot. Um, now that I'm up here in Reno, we're bringing a lot of new dances here. We're learning, we learned Groovy Love, which was a lot of fun. Uh, Dam, we brought up from Sacramento. And um, Funk and Feel It, as well as On the Tip of My Tongue. And I lost it, unfortunately. Well, you are free to refer to any written reference materials that you may have <laughs> that, that that are or are not on your phone. Uh, and if there are any that come to mind, you are certainly welcome to mention them uh, as we go. Well, oh, you know, I figured that might be that one. Chase that dollar. Yeah. All right. Now, what is it that, about a dance that typically grabs you? Because when I see you really enjoy a dance, it shows. What kinds of dances do you find make you get into that mode? Um, there's definitely... I really like comp- I like complicated advanced dances, something that challenges me to learn the steps, challenges me to learn the movements. Um, I also like things with a lot of musicality to them. Um, a lot of what I do with the songs that play is I listen to the lyrics, and I like trying to find ways to incorporate little little nuanced things or even kind of big flare moves into it that play with the lyrics and, you know, just entertain the people around me, try to get a laugh. Um, Things like that, anything really upbeat, always fun to do. Uh, I got into this, and uh, it was a great way for me to get up and move, and that's really what I enjoy doing. When you say challenging, for you, does that mean more counts? Does that mean faster tempo, more wall changes? What is it that you would consider uh, challenging in line dance, considering where you are right now in in your journey? The short answer is going to be yes, yes, and yes. Um, not all at once. Um, you know, some of the adva- some of the complicated dances I learn are are sixty four counts, or you know, even up to like eighty counts. Um, some of the dances that I learn are just really super fast tempo. Um, other ones, you you change walls six times in in sixteen counts, and it's kind of insane. Um, it's definitely a song by song, uh, dance by dance basis, and a lot of it. Uh, a lot of it's again, it's going to come back to musicality. Is uh, I've had to like the song, I have to like the, the the way the rhythm flows, and and again, if there's ever a chance to play with lyrics, it's fun. Now, different people discover dances in different ways, and it sounds like you might even be the type that listens to music and then looks up whether there are dances to that song just so you can dance to that song. Other folks will learn whatever the instructor in their area is teaching. Some people will check Copper Knob. Some people will you know, watch their favorite channels on YouTube. Which of these or other ways would you say you tend to do the most when you are itching to dance a new dance? You're really good at this because the answer, again, goes yes, yes, and yes. Um, sometimes it's, it's what the instructor brings. Um, Dustin Valcalda here in Reno does a great job finding songs, finding dances, um, along with a bunch of our friends that send them to him. Um, I check YouTube. Um, there's a couple of different channels, uh, Line Dance Reno or Line Dance Dallas being one of the big ones that I always end up seeing, um, especially when we find new songs on Copper Knob or anything like that. There's, always a, there's almost always a demo from them. Um, but... I, you know, if there's a, a song I hear and, I, you know, I really enjoy, um, especially the newer upbeat country songs that come out, um, 
I'll go and see. I'll go on Copper Knob and type the song name in and see what what pops up. Um, I'll go on Copper Knob on occasion and scroll the top ten, um, especially when I see you guys posting your videos from from the new from like Dance Explosion or from the different conventions you guys go to. Um, because I know there's a bunch of new ones that just got released, so those ones will pop up on Copper Knob a lot. Um, or, again, Dustin showing up and saying, hey, learn this dance. So, Do you find that you most effectively learn from a broken-down lesson from a human who's in the room? Are you also able to do the video lessons that, say, Line Dance Dallas will teach? Uh, or even from step sheets, are you able to learn on your own? Um, I don't really read step sheets too well. Um, a lot of the times, because when I have learned dances in the past, I've come up with my own names for the, the way steps work that make sense in my head. Um, so a lot of the times, choreographers will name it the, the actual name of the step, and I will know it as something else in my own head. So, But um, a lot of the times, I'll just push the table out of my living room um, and play the video on repeat until I get the steps down. Um, I've gone through the broken down versions on demos, on demo videos um, for a little bit more complicated series of parts. Um, and then almost it's been, it's been quite a while since I've actually been in a live lesson for a dance. I didn't know um, simply because Dust and I do a lot of the same dances or, or we'll go and learn them on our own and I'll be a part of the demos. Um, so it's, has, it's been a while since I've done that, but it, it's, never, it's never been something I haven't enjoyed. Have you ever been tempted to choreograph any dances yourself? That's a loaded question, Chris. You know the answer is yes. I'm, actually, I'm trying to work on one for Miss Me More by Kelsey Ballerini, and uh, we'll see how that pans out in the next, uh, hopefully next week and uh, sometime in the next month, maybe have it up on Copper Knob and a couple of demos on YouTube. I'm sure Patsy will love to record it. Patsy Madero's doing a lot of the videos here in Reno. Is there is there something about that song in particular that that made you feel like this was this is the one I need to do a dance or the dance for this song because she says this one thing or the way the guitar does that like there's something about it that that you needed to tap into with your movement instincts. You know, the, I was driving for work one day and the song came on and I the the chorus kicked in and as soon as the chorus kicked in I I was like. This just feels right, and I'm sitting there. Mind you, I'm driving, hands at the wheel, foot on the gas pedal, and I'm I'm like mimicking the movements that I'd be doing on the dance floor behind the wheel, and I'm just like, I need to sit down. I could I could probably figure this out. Um, so I've listened to the song, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy times in the last eight days, trying to figure it out. So um, working on it. it, just it was something that like it's brand new. It just you know it just came out. I can't imagine there's anything. Um, quite out there yet or you know it's they're all you know the brand new dance is just popping up now so it's just something i felt like why not is that uh, how you got into line dance as well is just kind of a uh, why not um kind of um uh, i moved home from santa barbara back in 2013 and uh long story short my friends needed to cheer me up and said hey just come out line dancing and i said eh why not um i had nothing else to lose and uh the lesson for the evening that i that i went there the first night i was there was outlaw and my friend chase taught me drifter um out in the back patio of the davis graduate and uh i fell in love from there even being the guy you know during my high school years that 
paid to go to school dances and didn't dance. So it was it was an eye-opening experience for me. That's funny. I I never missed a dance in high school all four years, but it was during that time when grinding was the thing to do. So sometimes I would ask for a slow dance from somebody, and maybe sometimes I would dance that. But otherwise, yeah, it was just like you want to be there. You want to be at the dance. There's music playing. And even if you don't actually dance to the music, at least you're there. Yeah, it's very much so the case. Um, I enjoyed that was like one of the things that I could go out and do with my friends in high school um, because I played so many sports and and was so occupied otherwise with time that that was one thing I knew I'd be able to hang out with them at. And I still had fun. You just just didn't dance. And after after I moved home, uh, I it just it clicked. And how long were you dancing at the grad for? Um, in total, um, since I said 2013, it's been six years since I started dancing. Um, and it, yeah, so it's been about six years. I spent four and a half ish years there and then I moved up here to Reno. Um, so it's been, I've gone home on a couple of occasions, uh, but it's very infrequent now. And how would you describe or characterize the scene there compared to here? Um, it's definitely a different different atmosphere. Um, both are actually college towns. It's it's really interesting that um, both Davis and Reno are college towns, but I I feel different atmospheres. Um, Davis being more so the the especially since it's an eighteen and over bar, um, it's more so the the eighteen to twenty five crowd. And uh, here in Reno, where we dance at the GSR, um, there's actually a much older kind of more traditionalist crowd of. of I'd say 40 plus. Um, so it's a little bit older. Not that they, you know, they all do the same dances that we do, um, but it's definitely a different feel. It's also a much wider open space given that it's in a casino compared to um, kind of a small town bar in Davis. Now I know that at different places, especially where there tend to be a lot of college students, there can be dances where there are certain things that are like shouted out during certain songs. And I'm curious, are there any of those that you maybe picked up at the grad that maybe you've brought here or any that you look forward to doing there that they don't do here? Uh, what are some of the notable songs where that happens for you? Um, so, so Watermelon Crawl is one of my favorite ones to do this to. Um, I, so I'm 25, um, and I started dancing when I was 19. I, I mean small child at heart and mildly immature when the moment strikes so there are a lot of opportunities that i take to make moaning noises or make people just laugh and kind of sometimes kind of an uncomfortable way but they you know it's out having a good time and uh but for watermelon crawl um there are some vulgar things that are said sometimes in in our our bars and so i decided to change that and um the the line um the hit line of the chorus um if you drink don't drive do the watermelon crawl um i actually changed and this was when pokemon go first released is um if you want to be the best then you've got to catch them all and it plays perfectly with the same series of words and you just scream it at the top of your lungs um same way you know people do during god bless texas things like that you just yell it out and even if people are saying the vulgar things i still get my voice over the top of them and everybody stops for a half account and they're just like wait did that just really get said I know there's one in Copperhead Road that I heard you do at Stoney's just recently. Because uh, I've been places before where, for the birthday one where they say, uh, 
uh, volunteered for the army on my birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday. But then there was something after that about tequila. And he says in the song, uh, plant, uh, I took a seed from Colombia, Mexico, or something like that. And then... Yeah, so he says, he says um, a seed down to Mexico. Um, and you just yell at the top of your lungs, I love tequila, I love tequila, because traditionally Mexico produces a lot of tequila. And uh, just, again, it's one of those really, really silly things. You know, you hear a trip down to Mexico and you just think, you know, especially in a bar, you think drunken shenanigans with tequila. Yeah, I, I, I would like to, one of these nights, just play a whole playlist of things that I know that you do this to and just record you just to find out what it is you're saying during some of them because I'm not always standing nearby when it happens. Well, you can definitely, you could start with uh, your dance, Can't Walk Away, because uh, the line comes up um, where he tries to, what is it, he says hello. And so in response, I actually say hello. And uh, I've caught you and Megan both off guard with that once or twice. So it's a lot of fun. I noticed there were extra claps in Baby DNCE with me. That was fun to, to discover. Yeah, he, uh, he says, uh, dance with me, baby, dance with me, come and clap with me, and I clap three times. And it's, it's kind of reminiscent of uh, Let's Get Loud. Um, we actually, down in, in Davis at least, we, uh, uh, there's a series about two-thirds of the way through the songs where the, it turns straight to instrumental, and every, every uh, four counts you take a, a three counts of clapping, um, and so I kind of just heard that and was like, this, yeah, it falls there. It, it kind of sometimes falls on awkward steps, like actual like physical movements where you're in the middle of like a rock and roll back and trying to keep your balance and throwing your hands into a position to clap is kind of interesting, but it, it still works. Now, I'm curious about how many times does one hear a song or do a dance before you start playing with it? Because I know for me, if I, if I do anything other than the steps the first time, I'll throw myself off. But then after a while, if you don't do new things, then it's the same dance every week. So how long does that usually take for you? So it's, it's definitely song by song a lot of the times now, especially since I'm learning from, from videos um, where they do the actual scripted step sheets. Um, it takes me a time or two where I just I want to do the dance. I also, especially since we're, I'm using those to help Dustin demo, um, I want to do the step sheet the way the step sheet is or that, I, that we're learning it um, so everybody can get involved with it and, and you know, they don't need to get messed up by me spinning seven times and all that kind of stuff. Um, so there's that aspect of it. The other aspect is when I first started learning to dance, I followed my friend Nate, who super advanced dancer compared to me at the time. Now we're on par, if not him falling behind because he doesn't dance much anymore. Um, he, I followed him, so I learned all of his little nuanced tricks for a lot of the dances that we did, and I didn't ever learn the step sheets. So it was, it was I learned to follow seven spins or you know a, a hard stop and you know rewind your feet all that kind of stuff so it's it definitely now it's it's variable song to song dance to dance as to to when i feel comfortable breaking away and having people know the steps behind me and not follow me um as well as whether or not i'm getting bored are there people who continue to challenge you in pushing the limits of dances um max wolcott here in Reno. Um, I believe you've had a podcast with him already. Uh, he's, he's a ballroom dancer by practice and uh, a hip-hop dancer by passion. And so he comes in and he's constantly amazes me with the things that he does. And 
there are a few things I try to em- emulate and a few things that I know I never will. Um, but he definitely pushes me. Um, Dustin always tries to he tries to throw his own flair when he knows he's not necessarily responsible for being the instructor or the 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 icon that people should follow um especially when we we learn a little bit more of the advanced dances we get to go out and and have our fun with it and know that people aren't always going to try and follow us they're they're kind of just going to get entertained by it so we get to do a little bit we have a little more leeway to to play with those and and kind of challenge each other to do silly things or, or do something a little bit cooler so the, those two definitely help us keep expanding on that. I noticed that you also do some partner dancing. This is something that I am less accustomed to myself. I've only done uh, basic lessons and like two steps, salsa swing, that sort of thing. But it's not something that I do on a regular basis. Is there anything that you have found has transferred from your experience in partner dancing to line dance, anything that's, that uh, it has helped to strengthen or uh, anything that it has done as far as your improvisation in line dances since so much of partner dancing is improvisation? Um, I don't know if there's a direct correlation because I, uh, and mostly I believe you're speaking about two-step. Um, I picked up two-step about 10, 12 months ago, so about a year ago, um, where I kind of like actually got into it. I had a friend here in Reno. Um, I took her to two-step, and it was like the first or second night I met her, and she looked at me and said, you're terrible at this. And um, I took it with a grain of salt, and she said, but I'd, you know, I'm, I'm willing to help you learn, and you know, first things first, up your frame, and, and all this kind of stuff, and it just went from there. And um, I didn't really use my line dancing to influence my partner dancing or vice versa, really. Um, I ended up going and looking at a lot of swing videos to improve what I was doing for for two-step and Texas two-step competition videos um, and just picking up the the swings and spins there. But it was a lot of things that I had already done. It wasn't really, there wasn't really much of a transfer between partner and and couple or partners and, and line dancing. What do you see for yourself down the road in line dance? Uh, Do you suppose that someday you'll, I mean, you're already apparently starting to choreograph, uh, do you see yourself DJing, instructing, hosting events, hosting a bar, uh, touring? Is there anything that you would like for yourself going forward in line dance? And what would you like for line dance itself going forward? Uh, moving forward, um, I've had the opportunity to DJ, um, stepping in for Dustin while he took a vacation, a well-deserved one at that. Um, but, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't much to do for it. I mean, it, uh, as you had in the interview with Dustin, it does get a little complex running on the floor and going back and managing the set list. But um, it's not something he, he knows that if he ever wants to take a vacation or needs a day off here at the, the Little Waldorf Saloon, he can, he can shoot me a message and I'll snag the laptop and, and take care of it. Um, but it's not something I plan to do or you know try to make a profession out of. Um, I have taught once. I taught uh, Fishing by Cat Palmer, uh, the choreographed by Cat Palmer. Um, oh, Cat Painter from Sacramento, yes. Cat Painter, sorry, Cat. Don't kill me. Um, yeah, Cat Painter, she choreographed Fishing to Shut Up and Fish by Maddie and Tay. Um, and impromptu, Dustin looked at me and says, do you want to teach something? Because it was a slow night, and I'm just like, uh, sure, I can teach Fishing. So, um, But I don't look to make a habit out of that, um, really. I'm not great at teaching. I mean, that obviously comes with practice. Uh, so, but a lot of... And, as for choreography, I don't probably don't plan on making a habit of it. it. You know, it just happened, and Dustin is going through in choreography, 
um, choreographing some dances and it's just, you know, trying my hand at it. Um, otherwise, I'm just going to dance. I, I really do enjoy dancing and it's, you know, it's a great way for me to get out and hang out with my friends. Um, I have a lot of friends in the line dancing community and it's great. Um, and that's really all I ever want to see is more people come in and more people make friends. Um, it's how I made a lot of my friends back home in, in Davis and it's how I made all of my, almost all of my friends here in Reno when I first moved up. Um, I showed up on the floor two weekends in a row and they're like, who is this person? And one of, one of my good friends, Michaela walked up to me and said, who are you? And that, that was, that was how we became friends. And that's how I became friends with a lot of people. So I just want to make friends. I just want to keep dancing. And are there any words of advice that you would like to share with others that maybe have been imparted to you or anything that you've sort of discovered and, and learned on your own while in this line dance world that you have been in for the last few years? Anything you'd like to share with others? So one thing I'd like to share um, imparted to me by the dance instructor down at the Davis Graduate, uh, Carrie, um, really good friend of mine. She was the one that taught me outlaw the first time that I was there. And uh, I'll never forget this is because she says it every time she teaches a dance. Um, fellas, when you're dancing, don't be afraid to shake. As much as you're looking at the women, the women are looking at you. And it's 100% true. And it, it, you know, there's, there's nothing to be afraid of when you go out and dance. Like you're there to have fun. You're there to move your body, like move it, have fun. It takes practice to get good at things like shaking your butt or shaking your chest. And you just kind of have to do it. And that's the other thing is just, just do it. Um, I've, you know, I've taken plenty of partners to dance and it, it was a matter of me mustering the courage to go and ask them to dance. And when they say, no, I don't know how to do it, oh, that's fine, I can lead you. And then if they turn me down, I turn to their friend and say, would you like to dance? Um, it's just a matter of doing it, and that's the same, whether it's trying to get a partner to dance with you or trying to learn a, trying to learn a new dance. Um, I step on the floor all the time for dances that I don't know. You guys saw that today. Like, I just started jumping on the floor trying to figure it out. You know, I'll stay out of the way of the, the main crowd, but... Um, just do it. If you, you like the song, if you like the way people are, are moving and dancing, like go and learn it. There's, there's no reason not to. You're out having fun. If people wanted to get in contact with you and reach out and uh, see what you're up to, what is the best way that people could contact you? Uh, Facebook's definitely going to be the best way. Um, I'm pretty active on there, at least viewing my Facebook. Um, and I'm a part of the, the Reno Line Dance 411 and all that kind of stuff. Um, Andrew Ward Roberts is how you'll find me. I actually have all three of my names on there. Um, last name R-O-B as in boy, E-R-T-S. Um, and just find me, send me a friend request, send me a message. Um, if you ever have any questions, uh, that's, that's where you'll find me. Final question. Of all the dances that exist in line dance, what is the one that you would recommend for everyone to learn right now. Ready to go. So I'm going to extend this answer a little bit. Uh, the first one I learned was Outlaw. Super easy, super fun. Um, I still do it every now and again. It's one of those ones that I have little call-outs for. Um, it's a great introductory dance. So at the beginner level, like Outlaw, um, there's Dance Like Your Daddy, 
came out not too long ago, a little over a year and a half ago now, I think. But it's it's super easy, super fun, um, lots to play with in the lyrics. Um, if you're looking to get into a little bit more advanced dances or, you know, improver or up, um, damn, I just picked up not too long ago at, at Stoney's and we brought to Reno. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, can't Walk Away, choreographed by Chris Gonzalez. Um, always try and learn that one. It's it's so much fun. And Oh, and Megan Barsulli is And Megan. Don't kill me, Megan. <laughs> and... Um, can't or uh, just don't just feel like dancing um choreographed by john lieberman and uh to can't fight this feeling by justin timberlake i believe is the song is it uh, can't stop the feeling can't stop, can't stop the feel. i'm trying to like sing it in my head to see what makes sense something like that um just feel like dancing by john Ali- choreographed by john lieberman is is a lot of fun um max and dustin played it one night here at little waldorf and i jumped on the floor with them and they're like wait he knows this so it's but those are those are definitely the ones that i'd learn and then uh for couples dancing try your hand at two-step it's really really not that hard um there's a lot of people that go out and embellish it and make it super flared and do their lifts and swings it's it starts starts somewhere like i said my friend looked at me and said you suck and that's what it took for me to get better so start with the two-step um go and learn drifter go and learn horseshoe go and learn any of the cha-chas um but try your hand at partner dancing. Even if you don't have a partner, you can still do you can still do your moves on on the other side. And then when you learn it, you can find a partner. Just to be sure that we are as thorough as we can be, was there anything that you had listed on, on your phone that you would that you would feel just awful about if you had accidentally skipped mentioning it uh, of, of the the dances that you know? I wouldn't feel awful about uh, skipping them. Um, but since you've twisted my arm, um, another kind of easier dance, Mr. Put It Down. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, again, a lot of musicality to play with, a couple of call-outs if you're creative with your words. Um, funk and Feel It for something a little more advanced. Um, we've got three different songs that we do it to now, and uh, it just it gets better every single time. It's another one of those one that Max plays with, and I'll try to rebuttal him. Um, and then Sweet Sensation. Um, is one that I picked up when I moved here to Reno, and it's been a joy to do ever since. Have you ever done it to the original song, I Want Candy, by Aaron Carter? Nope. We do it to um, we do it to an Eric Pasley song. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but we do it to an Eric Pasley song 90% of the time here. Back at our old country bar, Mavericks, we used to do it to back that thing up. And it hits really nicely when you do the booty around half turn because he says back that thing up. Okay. Well, I will have to pass that on to our dust, uh, to Dustin who DJs here at the wall and maybe to Jeremy if he feels inclined at the, at GSR. All right. Well, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting line dance with us here at line dance podcast until next time. See you on the dance floor. See you on the dance floor.